Understanding CBD, brought to you by Max and Stevens Premium Hemp Extracts. Baltimore is listening. This is Talk Radio 680 WCBM. Time now for Understanding CBD, brought to you by Max and Stevens Premium Hemp Extracts. Here's Max and Steven. Happy Sunday and welcome in to Understanding CBD. Hello there, Max Sobel. Welcome back every Sunday, Stephen Wallman. Thank you very much. Wanted to let everyone know this show is sponsored by Max and Stevens Premium Hemp Extracts. Please go to maxandstevens.com or give them a call at 443-743-2444. You can text that number as well. Uh, stop by, pick up a bottle of their premium hemp extracts and, uh, and try it out there. Um, gentle reminder also to everyone that no information that we're talking about today should be taken as professional, medical, or legal advice. That's right. Never. We're here to maybe educate you and hopefully entertain you a little bit. That's right. That's absolutely right. And uh, we are live today in the studio, as we are every Sunday. Noah's in the booth taking phone calls. If you'd like to join the show, give us a question of our guests, of us, or uh, whatever we may have coming on, just to share your information, give us a call at 410-922-6680. Again, it's 410-922-6680. Now, if you're not in this area, in Baltimore or in Maryland area, uh, you won't be getting this right now. But if you happen to be hearing us now and go somewhere out, you can listen to us not on the radio. You can actually listen to us on the Internet. Max. You can stream us live on the Internet. How do they go, do that? You go to www.understandingcbd.com, and then you want to click on the Listen Live button, and you can stream the show live. You can also catch all previous podcasts on that website as well, and you can catch our new YouTube videos so you can see our lovely faces. Right. So when you go to YouTube, please uh, subscribe to our channel. Click the notification bell so other people know that this is good information. And we're passing it along. All right, song of the week, Once in a Lifetime, The Talking Heads was my choice, and it's pretty relevant to uh, a lot of the emotions and things that people are feeling nowadays. Um, before we get into the show, I want to tell you what's happening. We have, um, after a two-week episode break, two-week episode break, Doc G's back in the, in the corner. We sure missed um, him. Yeah, Dr. Benjamin Gonzalez from Atlantis Medical Wellness Center. Um, he'll be here to educate us, and we're excited to have him back. Um, no mail sack this week, Max. Sackless? We're sackless. No mail sack this week. But um, we have a new segment uh, that we're calling Meet the Farmer, uh, where we highlight different farmers that are outstanding in their field. Outstanding this in is, their field. Is this dad joke <laughs> time again? Did you get that? All right. Well, uh, we're going to get started with our episode today. And sort of, you know, what I when I hear Once in a Lifetime, that song... 
You know, I feel like a lot of things in our life pass us by. We just aren't paying attention. Things happen. We're not really sure what happens. But I know that this pandemic has shaken everybody. And, um, uh, you know, we've, we've sort of lost our way in this, in this life. Yeah, and I have the conversation. People are constantly prone to romanticizing about the past. And, and the question is, how do you go back to the old? But, you know, you really can't. You're not supposed to go back to the old. We all need to find a way to really move forward. Um, that's the best. Yeah. And, you know, the challenges with the the anxiety and panic that you know we've talked about this on the show before, you know, CBD helps to calm the mind. It helps to bring your body into balance, puts you in a better situation to make decisions because you really don't want to make decisions when you're in a panic and a frenzy. Yeah, you really don't. Um, there's still so many questions around, you know, what do you want to do and where to look for inspiration, especially when you're in a panic and in an anxiety. So that's what our guest is about today, and hopefully he'll be able to help with, uh, with that exactly. I want to introduce you all to Bob Doyle. He's uh, best known for his contribution to the film and the book, The Secret, as a law of attraction expert and a coach. He's been teaching these principles through various methods since 1998. He's driven by his passion for creative self-expression, and his work is heavily focused on helping people decide who they want to be and how they want to express themselves. Recently, Bob's attention has shifted from the metaphysical aspects of the law of attraction or reality creation process to a more grounded and biological look at what controls our experiences, namely our brain. Bob, welcome to the show. Glad to have you. Thanks, guys. It's great to be here. Thank you. Awesome, man. We're excited to have you here. An actual movie star, Max, we yeah. got on the show. We're so, big time now. It's, all, it's all uphill from look here. Out, look out, world. Yeah. We're coming. We're coming. So, um, Bob, can we start out with and tell us, what is The Secret? Well, so The Secret, uh, it obviously, is the film and the book, and it was, uh, it was sort of designed to sort of introduce the world to this concept of the law of attraction to those who had not ever heard of it before. It's a principle that's been discussed for ages, hundreds and probably thousands of years, but brought into the mainstream for sure by the vision of Rhonda Byrne, who created this film, to introduce people to the fact that we have a lot more control over basically our experience of reality than we are taking. And the secret is uh, really focused on the law of attraction, talks a lot about energy and vibration, getting into alignment, visualization, all of those things. And this was, a, this was the law of attraction was something that I had found for myself a few years before the secret had tremendous breakthroughs in my life. It really changed everything. And so I got passionate about teaching it. And, uh, and that's how, you know, so I put together a little program that I'll, led me into being involved with the secret in general. Bob, so it sounds a little bit like uh, some magic or mysticism. Do you have to believe in it for it to work? Yeah, so here, the reason, as you said, that I am shifting away from teaching law of attraction is questions like that that I have been getting for 20 years. And the problem with the questions is not that there's anything wrong with asking questions. It's just that it takes the focus off of what's really doing the work here. What I have found of 20 years of teaching this is that people are trying to use the law of attraction to, you know, affect the outside world. Like, I want that person to feel this. I want this person to give me this. I want all of this external stuff, and they're not focusing on what's really important, which is themselves. Who do they want to be? Because when you look at your life and everything in it, it's a result. Everything you have, don't have, whatever, is a result of all the actions you've taken and, and who you have been being what the meaning you've made out of life, and then how that's driven you into action or taken you out of it. So if you want different results in your life, you need to change who you're being. And when you change who you're being, your actions, your emotions, all these things that affect the law of attraction just happen automatically so that people don't have to freaking obsess about the ins and outs of the law of attraction techniques because that is what I have seen, people wasting 
decades of their life trying to figure it out, mm-hmm. trying to figure out the magic part. Trying to, they're using magical thinking around something that doesn't that isn't magic, and because they're not getting these magical results, they're getting depressed or they're thinking that this doesn't work or whatever. So that's why I have shifted and say, hey, let's just look at the science. Where is reality actually created? And like you said, that I said, it is the brain. That's when we make meaning out of every moment. So that's where I'm putting focus on let's analyze the gap between who you're being now and the results you're getting and who you would have to be to get the results that you really want. And when you do that, then the law of attraction sort of works automatically, and there's no magic to it at all. So when you talk about the law of attraction, for those that don't know, um, what, what is, what's the law of attraction? That's um, Can you connect that for us? Sure. The way that I define it and have been defining it for you know the entire time is that, because you'll hear a lot of things like like attracts like and very simplified things like that, and from the... From the true what the law of attraction is, it's, it's basically that we are attracting into, experience, into our experience of life those things that we are in vibrational resonance with. So if we're, at, if we're operating at a particular frequency or whatever, then we're going to tend to attract those situations, those people that are in a similar frequency. But see, the problem with that is, although that is, there is science behind all of that, There's, there is science behind all of it, it just is too freaking intangible for people. And it's not necessary to understand or believe it, like you said, because, look, people have succeeded and made incredible lives for themselves since the beginning of time without any understanding of what the law of attraction is. There's no requirement that you, that you understand this. And people spend years and years trying to master the law of attraction when they should be mastering themselves. That's interesting because you, you, you spend your early years growing up and wondering what do you want to be when you grow up? What do you want to make out of your life? And, you know, if you're not sure and you want to understand what you want out of life, how can you use these principles? Well, I, I don't know that I would use these principles to determine that necessarily. I mean, you look out in the world and you find your inspiration. Who is out there doing something that stirs something within you? What is it in life that inspires you? What do you feel called to do? What lights you up? What do you like doing? This is another thing. People get very, very freaking obsessed with, what is my purpose? Why am I here? You get to decide. That's the thing. And if you're spending all of your life waiting for some sign or somebody to tell you, this is why you are here, then you're going to be searching for a really long time because you get to decide that. Your brain is ready to be programmed and wired however you'd like. It will take time, it will take action, it will take consistency, but you can be who you want and get the results that you want. Hmm. It sounds, you know, the way you put it, it seems so simple. Do you often still get doubters? Not since I've been talking about brain rewiring. See, so the, the, the principle about, uh, so I talk about neuroplasticity, which is our ability for, to change our brain. You know, we've been, we've been learning and changing the structure of our brain since the day we were born. We've been taking in all this information. It's creating these neural pathways which create our belief system, the lens through which we see the world, and everybody's is different. That's why everybody sees the truth a little bit differently. And I, where was I going with that? Except that, you know, the, the, these principles are not what you use to define your passion. You just you tap in and you feel and you own it, and then you decide, this is where I'm going to go. And when you do that and fully, you know, fully uh, integrate that way of being and go through the discomfort of changing how you've been acting and the meaning you make out of things. I mean, this is what I do, obviously. I help people do this. It's, it's very difficult to do it by yourself because of your wiring. 
once you reach the limits of your wiring and you want to trans and you want to grow past that and you hit that discomfort depending on your background and your wiring and the meaning you're making you'll stop that's why the personal development industry truly has like a 93% failure rate and it's not because the information isn't good it's because the people doing the transformation taking on the transformation do not stay consistent enough with the information to change the wiring in their brain in a permanent way so that they can be a different way and get different results yeah, and that makes sense. Um, we're going to take a short break. When we come back with Bob, we want to get into the details of this program, and um, Bob's going to tell us how we can make this work for us. And uh, we'll be right back after this short break. Stay with us. Thanks, Bob. more of Understanding CBD with Max and Stephen on Talk Radio 680 WCBM. You don't know? This is I, I don't know who this Bob, is. I Bob, know the do you song. recognize this? Uh, this ukulele, fine ukulele playing? Entire life. <laughs> okay, where did you even get that? <laughs> oh, we it got sounds it. like you might know. We got it, it at like the Hotel California, Bob. That's, That's where right. We got it. That's right. That was a uh, beautiful <laughs> ukulele playing by the uh, Bob, Dole, uh, Bob Doyle show. Yeah. Thank you, you know. very much. Uh, that was <laughs> <laughs> no, know, thank Bob. you. That's awesome. Bob has many talents. You got to check out the Bob Doyle show. By the way, it's on YouTube. He does uh, voiceovers, impressions, uh, virtual U- reality stuff. Ukulele it's, playing. Ukulele playing. It's really entertaining. You should definitely stop by the Bob Doyle show to check that out. Um, anyway, welcome back to Understanding CBD. Hello there, Max Sobel. Hello there, Stephen Wellman. And uh, we're talking with C- about CBD and mindset with uh, none other than Bob Doyle, CEO of Boundless Living. Uh, best known for his contribution to the movie The Secret. And the book. And the book, right. Um, so we were talking earlier about, uh, you know, the purpose of the law of attraction and, and, and all about it. And Bob's been coaching this stuff for, for a long time, right. expert. Um, wh- how do we get started? What's the start of this process? Uh, people know they need, they need help. Yeah. So here, the, the approach that I'm taking now is to help everybody understand their starting point. So I have been, like you said, coaching this stuff for 20 years, and I've sort of realize that there are types, certain personality types, uh, when it comes to personal transformation, the way that a person takes on transformation. And these types, while there's nothing inherently wrong with these types, there are aspects or traits of the type which tend to stop people at some point. So when we can identify what your personality type is when it comes to transformation, then you become aware of how your wiring works so that you can then 
catch yourself and choose other things because that's the core of the work that we do is help you become aware of when you are in autopilot in such a way that it is stopping you from moving forward the way that you want to so that you can learn to become aware in the moment, conscious, present, timeless, judgeless, and say, hey, I'm in my autopilot mode. I'd like to, I'd like to do this instead. And there's a whole process we go through to prepare you for that. But the first step is understanding where you start. So I know I shared with you the transformation personality type quiz that we have online. It's about a minute. And it tells you what your personality or your transformation personality type is. And then from there, you get feedback on, you know, how it might be stopping you. And generally people nod their heads and go, yeah, that's me. And then ways that you can now get around that. And of course, you know, how you can be assistive in that process. Bob, is there a way to cheat on the quiz? Not on this one. Well, you could lie. Yeah. And I don't think that would help that you much if you tried. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, no, no cheating on this quiz, right? You wouldn't want to. So the outcomes of this personality types, uh, how many personality types are there? I mean, I know some people that have many personalities, more oh, yeah. than you could probably count, but when you group them together. <laughs> this, is, this is strictly for personal transformation, and these are my types, and I got four of them. Hmm. You know, I'm sure I could break them up into others, but these are the main ones, and the, feature, the, the traits of those four are distinct enough that people can definitely easily recognize themselves. Okay, gotcha. So there's four types. Now, Max and I did the quiz. I think we told mm -hmm. you this. We did the quiz. Um, which one do you want to talk about first? Do you want to talk about me or Max? Oh, I want to talk about you first. All right. Yeah. All right. So thanks for choosing me. Um, and I took the quiz, and I the results for me and my personality type is a seeker. Mm -hmm. Very common. What, is, what, is that, uh, what does that mean? I'm common? So the seeker means... <laughs> That's right. You're Sorry. <laughs> You know, what it means is a seeker generally is going from program to program, approach to approach, coach to coach, teacher to teacher, trying to find the one that actually works for them. And they get very excited about the one they're in. Oh, my God, it's got this and this and this. And I got heard about these testimonials. And they said this and there's this tool. And you get in there and it's a week and then and it feels good at first. And then you start getting up against your wiring because you're growing and you start getting uncomfortable. And then oh, look, there's another program that promises easier results. I'm going to go over here now and try that out for a while. And the same thing happens. You get to the point where you reach the discomfort, and now you want something else that's a little bit easier. So while there's nothing, what it says about this ego, the good thing is you're really committed to your personal growth. You really want to be the best you can be. However, because, it's, it's, because rewiring takes time and consistency and persistence over and over and over again. You can't just keep bailing and trying another thing because you literally erase your results. Any of the neural pathways that were formed, you know, will you stop giving them energy, they stop growing. So it's, it's important that you kind of stick with something so that you can get the wiring in place so that it becomes effortless to be who you want to be. Hmm. It seems like a psychic, you know? You know so much about me, I almost feel violated He's here. not wrong. He's, He's not. not. I mean, just knowing you personally, I can see some of those aspects just in our day-to-day, -day, you know? Yeah, and, yeah. you know, and I, I am aware of it, yeah. and it is a challenge in my, knowing myself, to make sure that I'm uh, identifying these situations when they come up and, and making sure I don't get uh, sidetracked and, and get so distracted. Like, yeah, yeah. So the thing about the seeker personality is a seeker, I think it would be, I bet you you would feel better if you just found the thing and got the transformation, right? So who would you have to be to just say, I'm, I'm, I'm a person who sticks with this till the end because I know that this works and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep, you know, who would you need to be? What are the results you want? These are the things I have people look at because you have to get really emotionally invested in this transformation. Like when we learned to walk, 
we failed a lot of times, but we didn't quit and say the universe doesn't want this from me. Apparently, we just kept going because it was it was non-negotiable. We're going to learn to walk. We're going to learn to talk. We're going to learn to eat. We're going to learn whatever. And so we go through the discomfort. But when it comes to personal transformation, it's like for some reason it falls into some different category. And now it better work in three days, seven days, 21 days, whatever the program promised. Otherwise, it doesn't, you know, it's no good. No, it's the same thing. Learning to be another person is just like learning a new language. Consistency, practice, etc. And then it happens. Similar to the way the cannabis plant is, by the way, you have to take it consistently and you can't expect quick results. But I like that. I like that analogy. I like how we brought that together. So mm-hmm. what about me, Bob? I am a wizard, apparently. I know a lot of wizards, too, especially in the law of attraction conversation. Okay. The, the wizards tend to ease into the magical thinking aspect of this thing. And magical thinking, as described by psychiatrists, psychiatry in general, basically means that you believe that something will happen without your input, without your physical input like you're going to put something out there and have it now look here's the thing yes that can happen on an energetic level but if you focus on that and waiting for the magic then there's a little bit of responsibility that you're taking so the problem with a lot of wizards is they don't take enough action Mm. they're waiting for the universe to just do everything for them and it's not like every wizard does nothing but but it is that sort of there's the trust and faith in the universe which is fine but you really need to have trust and faith in yourself in your own ability to stay consistent because we are the universe. We're part of it, right? So it's not like us and then the universe and we're just waiting for the universe to do our bidding, which is the way that a lot of people frame this, you know, and that's and that contributes to the magical thinking. So what we want to understand is that, yeah, there's all kinds of wonderful magic going on behind the scenes with energy and vibration, etc. As we're being this new person that we're being and taking that action that's consistent with this, yes, the law of attraction is at work to bring you the situations and circumstances that are in alignment with who you're being, but you still got to take action on those things as that person. So, yeah, so what I'm getting from that is that you have to, I, it's good that I have this belief that there's some greater good, that there's some greater universe sort of, you know, stepping in and helping me. But apparently I have to kick myself in the uh-uh to be able to, to, to move that a little bit forward a little bit faster, right? I suppose. But, and this is the thing about like kicking yourself in the uh-uh or whatever, or working hard. You got to, you, you need to watch your own language because if you set it up, as I got to kick myself in the ass or whatever it is, or this is going to be hard, or this is going to take a long time, or I guess then you're just reinforcing sort of feelings that probably aren't exactly what you want to feel, unless you just really, really enjoy that feeling. It's just about being consistent and persistent and keeping your eye on the prize. Like, why am I doing this? I mean, I'm sure you know so much about, you know, success and transformation in life is knowing your why, whether it's weight loss or any of this. Why am I doing this? Why am I going through this discomfort? Why will I not stop in the face of everything trying to tell me to stop? Because if, when you're really locked into why and who you're going to be and what your life is going to be as a result of being that, then you can become unstoppable. And you, and you realize that all the obstacles that are going to show themselves, because as the transformation, you get to choose how you're going to respond you move through them. You move through them instead of stopping like most people historically do. You move through them. And if you can't do it by yourself, which most people can't, you got to get support so that you can remember why you're doing this and have the accountability and have the tools and everything you need to get through it because it is not necessarily going to be a walk in the park, just like walking and all those other things I, I gave an example for. Yeah. 
You know, that's it's interesting and and something I wanted to I want to really dig into that you mentioned and corrected Max on is the words he's using and how and, and I'm really interested in your answer to this is how do you differentiate thoughts from feelings? Because you think something, but are you feeling the same thing? Is there the thought inspires the feeling? Okay. Can you talk about thought and then and then that thought you access this database of your entire life and all those emotional connections to that thought show up and have a chemical reaction, then you have a feeling. So if you're if you're thinking about winning the lottery. Um, yeah, some people are going to get excited. Some people are going to feel hopeless. Some people are going to feel like it'll never happen to me. Some people can't wait to get. I mean, it's just totally different for everybody. Gotcha. That makes sense too. So then, more. so then, when you you're the feeling, then becomes one. What makes you one personality than another? Differentiate people how they're going to react to that thought of winning the lottery, or um, whether it's a scary thing or something else. So, um, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, Bob, does anybody make any mistakes? Like, what are the mistakes people make once they find out this personality type? Quitting. That's the only mistake. So not sticking with it. Yeah. I mean, it's like, you know, like going back to your old patterns, not getting support. And that, that's, that's really, people think, and this is one of the things that, you know, the secret in all, in, in all the good that it did, it definitely contributed to the magical thinking. Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, we got a genie in that movie. <laughs> you did. Right, so 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 there's there's under I understand why a lot of people have that that look at the law of attraction, but I also have been dealing with those people now for a really long time and understanding how that has made it difficult for a lot of people. Because look, you know, I didn't grow up in a metaphysical or new age anything. My mom was a teacher. I was as skeptical and analytical as the, as, as anybody. And so when this whole concept came to me, you know, early in my sort of origin story, there was a lot of internal like. Can I, am I going to buy this? What is, you know, so I needed the science piece. Like I needed to know that this was a thing and not a concept mm-hmm. for me to be able, able to see any result with it and take action consistent with it. Hmm. So, um, so the other personality types, Max, you're, uh, uh, Mrs. Mailsack did it, did the quiz also, right? That's right. My wife took it. She's a people pleaser. Mm-hmm. What do you I got think one of those in my life too. Okay. So Any basically, advice? a people pleaser, yeah, a people pleaser does really well in transformation until they start getting input from the outside. And the thing about transformation is, you know, everybody who's in our life right now is there because of who we've been being. Like we've attracted them or whatever. We resonate with them, and they're in our life. And as soon as we start to take on something else, change our vibration, whatever, take take different action, etc. The other people who are in our life currently, may, they may have a big problem with it. They may feel threatened themselves, you know, whatever. It brings up their stuff, and then they start telling you why you can't do this or this won't work or giving you, in, in, in some way or another, give you a hard time or make you feel bad about your even taking on this transformation. And so those people tend to pull back. That's when they stop. Like, I don't want to upset my parents. I don't want to upset my spouse. I don't want this relationship to end, etc. And so they sacrifice themselves and their vision and their dream to make other people comfortable. And you hear that, Mrs. Mailsack? A lot of people do it. Okay, you got to step up, Mrs. Mailsack. You don't have to sacrifice your dreams to make everybody else comfortable. That's good. That's insightful. You know, and uh, Linda did the, the test. She came up with me as the same as a seeker. Um, what's the fourth, um, the fourth one that we, we haven't found yet? People pleaser, wizards, oh, the skeptic. Mm-hmm. I think it's pretty self-explanatory. That was what I was. You know, it's like skepticism is, there's, there's healthy skepticism, right? It keeps you out of trouble. It keeps you from making stupid decisions and so on. 
But when you define yourself as a skeptic, and like everything has to be analyzed, you have to figure out why something won't work first before you figure out why it does work. Guess what? You're going to find the answers you're looking for. That's the thing about the universe and your brain. If you ask the questions, you're going to get the answer. So if you find out, if you ask, why isn't this working? You're going to get a bunch of not working. What you want to ask is, why is this so easy? Hmm. Because then you'll get those answers. Love it. it. It is so much about the questions you ask. Your brain, etc., will tap into the infinite intelligence, and you'll get some answers. But you got to ask the questions that are going to empower you. Not you're asking. So many people are asking the wrong questions. Mm, very, very brilliantly said, Bob. Um, now we uh, we're at the end of the show. Now uh, we definitely want to make sure that you can tell people how to take this quiz. Where where do they go? Super easy. So it's the transformation personality type quiz. So it's tptquiz.com. tptquiz.com. If you're on the YouTube channel, we'll put that up on the screen. If you're on the uh, radio show, it's tptquiz.com. Bob, thanks so much for coming in and sharing your wisdom with us today, as well as your musical talents. <laughs> My pleasure, thank you. Bob, it was a pleasure having you on. You are our first movie star, and, and thank you for joining us. We're right back with Doc G after the, these words. Understanding CBD with Max and Stephen on Talk Radio 680 WCBM. Uh, welcome back, everyone, to Understanding CBD. Hello, Max Sobel. Hello, Stephen Wallman. There's That's that music. our favorite music back. This is our own Top Gun, Doc G's Corner. This is Benjamin Gonzalez, medical director at Atlantis Medical Wellness Center. Can't wait to hear what you have for us this week, Doc. How are you? Gentlemen, gentlemen. Hope you're having a good day. We are. Thank you, Doc. Well, thank you guys for having me again. And I am Dr. Ben Gonzalez, and this is Dr. G's Corner. Um, you may have heard in the past uh, how CBD helps with sleep, anxiety, depression, menopause symptoms, pain management, and, and basic mood fluctuations. But how much of this is marketing to sell CBD, and how much is real science? Well, let's have a quick discussion about this. Your body has a nervous modulation signaling system called the endocannabinoid system. This system has three primary parts. Number one, the receptors in your nervous system that, that endocannabinoids and cannabinoids bond with to, to, to cause a reaction. Number two, the endocannabinoids themselves, these travel in your bloodstream to connect with those receptors to cause that reaction. And finally, number three, the enzymes that help break down those cannabinoids and endocannabinoids, these enzymes are important to allow for the system to shut down properly. These receptors, enzymes, and cannabinoids are found throughout your body, in your brain, immune cells, tissues, and glands, all with one goal in mind, to maintain healing forces that keep your body in balance when you're, when you are injured in any way, the endocannabinoid system accelerates healing. It keeps your nerves from overfiring and causing accelerated pain. It allows your brain to, to tend towards a calming center and provides powerful antioxidant effects. 
What's really cool is we know that this complex system goes beyond just mediating healing. It also influences your ability to, to think clearly, to respond to people appropriately, to adapt to outside changes. Your brain is able to develop new neural pathways in response to change as a, as a direct result of your natural CBD or endocannabinoid system. This is called neuroplasticity. So just like your heart, your skin, your blood vessels, hair, and hormones, aging can take a toll. And if you have, if you've had any physical or emotional injury, the endocannabinoid system can become damaged. Aging and injury can take a toll on this system. You need this system to be healthy and balanced for healing. So if you add obesity, hormone disruption, smoking damage, the damage of certain prescription medications, this can all contribute to a less effective endocannabinoid system. Taking a properly sourced full-spectrum CBD can improve your nervous system's ability to heal and allow your brain to make those positive neuroplastic changes. CBD must be taken in coordination with positive health habits, improved eating, exercise, protecting your sleep habits, and, and decreasing those, those poor habits that cause rapid aging and damage. Understand, this is not about anti-aging. It's about healthy aging and minimizing long-term damage. CBD is a powerful, healthy aging tool with powerful neuroplastic and antioxidant properties. Combined with good habits, will allow a healthy and productive life. So if you have any questions concerning the use of CBD, you can call my clinic at 301-622-2722 and set up a telephone appointment. And, and, and I'll be happy to answer your questions as they apply to you and your medical condition. Again, that number is 301-622-2722 and mention you heard me on the station or you can message me directly on Instagram at Ben Gonzalez underscore MD. That's B-E-N-G-O-N-Z-A-L-E-Z underscore MD. Well, guys, I hope that helps. Always does. Absolutely. It, it, very good context with what Bob was just talking about. So thanks for shedding some more light on the, the subject of the brain. Thanks, Doc. Have a great rest of your Sunday. Out, you guys. Take care and have a good rest of your day. Understanding CBD with Max and Stephen on Talk Radio 680 WCBM. Welcome back, everybody. Thank you for joining us this fine Sunday, Understanding CBD. Hello, Stephen Wallman. Hello there, Max Sobel. And we, whoa, that was cool. <laughs> was that a, a phone call? Oh, that Doc G's line. Thank you, no, I appreciate that. It's not distracting at all, by the way, when you chime into our ears like that when we're in mid-sentence. It's no problem. I mean, people should try the radio, doing the radio sometime. It's really, it's, it's something else, you know, especially for a wizard, apparently. Um, guys, we're here to build a bridge between people and cannabis, and today we're introducing you to a new segment that we're calling Meet the Farmer. So Stephen and I like to visit as many local farms as possible, and this new segment, segment uh, when we can squeeze it in, will be uh, an opportunity for us to introduce you to farmers who are outstanding in their field. And actually, speaking of farmers, our guest next week, Stephen, our main guest, would you like to tell us about it? Yeah, him? let me give you a heads up. Um, next week, speaking of farmers, that's right, on Understanding CBD, we invite in Dr. 
Alan Williams of Grass-Fed Insights, Understanding Ag and the Soil Health Academy. Uh, Dr. Williams will educate us on what regenerative farming is and what it means to the planet. I'm excited for that episode. Uh, You've personally educated me a lot about regenerative farming. I've done a lot of my research about it, and I'm really looking forward to speaking to Dr. Williams uh, for sure. Um, But back to our our, our segment here about Meet the Farmer. Now, we couldn't think of a better farmer to actually kick off this first segment, right, Stephen? And he's known, he's known in his, actually, there he is joining us right now. He's known in his local community as the honeybee guy. We'd like to introduce you to Jeffrey Brooks of Ole Hemp, and he's out of Ole, Pennsylvania. Thank you for joining us, Jeffrey. It's great to see you. How are you today? Okay, very well. Thank you so much for having me. We've got a little bit of a song that we'd like to bring you in with, so if you wouldn't mind, Noah. Well, life on the farm is kind of laid back. Ain't much an old country boy like me can't have. So early to rise, early in a sack. I thank God I'm a country boy. Well, a simple kind of life never did me no harm Raising me a family and working on the farm the Days are all filled with an easy country charm Thank God I'm a country boy Thank God Well, I got me a fine wife, I got me old fiddle When the sun's coming up, I got cakes on the griddle Life ain't nothing but a funny, funny riddle Thank, Thank God, God I'm a country, country boy, boy. That's right. The country boy from Brooklyn, right? We love it. We love it. <laughs> hey, Jeffrey, welcome to the show on Understanding CBD. We're excited to have you here. Um got a question for you. In the local community, I hear they call you the honey man. What's that about? Well, basically what we did is we started about five years ago with a couple of hives. And then um, we noticed that it was very difficult to go from one season to the next. And then it was also um, we were learning more and more about all the pesticides that were, you know, hurting the population and what was going on in California and all over the rest of the country. And we really came up with with, um, the idea that we need to keep it local um, and have it organic. Um, You can't consider bees organic because they could fly up to five miles away to get their clover and nectar and wildflowers, so then they come back. So we, what we tried to do is just build enough clover and wildflowers, and then we, we were growing the hemp so they can pollinate on the hemp also. So basically what we have is a combination of everything that the bees will need um, within a 1,000 yards of where the hives are. So they don't really need to fly a mile or two miles or five miles away to get the nectar and the clover that they need. So by doing that, uh, we created some of the best honey uh, then people have tried, uh, every time they try the honey, they, they see the difference. And the most important thing is not the taste, uh, which is very important, obviously, but the most important thing is what it's doing for people. Um, how much better they're feeling from, you know, taking the honey. It's, it's a replacement for vitamins and, um, you know, you talk to people and, and you start to go down the list of benefits of honey and you look on the internet and you, and, if you have a problem with bed sores, then you look on the internet, what, you know, does honey help with bed sores? And then you could find out the answer. Does honey help with speeding up the metabolism? Does the honey help for skin uh, acne? Does it help for arthritis? Does it help for this and that? And the more things that you look, uh, I think I just got muted. No, we hear you. You're good. Oh, there's, there's something that came up. Yeah, that was just the Zoom that was muted, but we're good. 
Je- oh, okay. Jeffrey, your honey is amazing, especially the taste, and, and especially we got a chance to try some of your CBD honey. Do you have any great success stories with people using that honey? We've been getting a lot of success stories, uh, but, you know, with all these rules and regulations, it's difficult to, to say what they are. I mean, I, you know, so, but, I mean, I, I, I did mention that it, it could help you with sleep. It could help you with inflammation. It can help you with acne. It can help you with arthritis, eczema, psoriasis. Honey is never goes bad, right? So think about that. Uh, there's no mold on it. It never gets moldy. It's been in tombs for tens of thousands of years, and the honey is still good to eat. Really? So that in itself tells you how natural and good it is for you. Can you can you imagine having a product that doesn't that doesn't go bad? Yeah. I mean, there's nothing else that we eat that you could say that about, right? So we just took it back to all natural. We don't use any heat. Plus, once you heat honey over 120 degrees, then you start to lose all the nutritional value. You have some of the so, happiest bees I've ever seen. I'm sorry if I cut you off. No, no, no. It's I, I, you're right. I mean, these bees are very, very healthy. We've gotten we've lost uh, quite a bit during the winter, but that was just some little mistakes that we made um, with the hives themselves. But we're learning more and more each year how to get them through the winter. Um, but what we have right now is we're going to have uh, an abundance of honey this year, much more than last year, and we're uh, cleaning. We're, we're, we're developing our own clone uh, bee queen bees, and, and we're putting them into work this year. And it's it's really exciting. And anyone can always come by the farm and see what we're doing with all the clover and the wildflower. We have about thirty or forty acres of clover and wildflower on the farm for the bees. And then there's a quarry out back yeah. that they can go on and get some of the best fresh water that there is in, in all of Pennsylvania. Uh, it's all well water. Uh, it all comes down from the mountains. It's all clear. So they have the best of all the environments that they need to to make the best honey there is. And, and when you take it and you start to eat it, you realize that a lot of the vitamins that you're taking, you can throw them in the garbage because yeah. this is, acts better. Steve and I were so impressed by your farm and your and your and your honey that we're actually going to be having it at the farmers market starting on Tuesday. That's right, we will. Make sure you show up on the farmers market this Tuesday. Um, we want to give a special thanks to Bob Doyle for participating in the show today. Also, Doc G and Doc G's Corner, you've been a great job. Noah, you're always great back uh, in the phone booth uh, today. We and- also want to thank Jeffrey Brooks. Thank you for joining us. We also want to thank our sponsors, Max and Stevens. Pick up a bottle, MaxandStevens.com. Call or text us at 443-743-2444. God bless you all. Everybody have a great weekend. Thanks again, Jeffrey. Thank you, Stephen. We'll see you next week.